This podcast is produced by Sunnydale Studios. I begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast today and pay my respects to their elders past and present. It's 12 somewhere, so <laughs> I might wee myself. I've had three kids, you know. Bye, bitch. I'm too sipped into a mimosa <laughs> and we're on. Why the fuck would you say that? I think I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Oh my God, this is ridiculous. <laughs> that is so unladylike. It's 12 somewhere, so welcome, Danny. Thank you, cheers. I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. We are going to talk about the reality of motherhood and all the shit people don't want us to talk about. Yeah, and I um, love that. Especially the, the super mum title. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, now, you're a mum to two beautiful children. You've got Peyton, who you were a single mum to for a while. Yes. And Archer, who has Pierre Robin sequence. Yes. Um, you that, This meant that your pregnancy was quite difficult. Yeah. Um, a lot of uncertainty surrounding that. He was in intensive care for a while, multiple surgeries. All this while you were exclusively pumping for him because he couldn't feed from the breast. And still creating content and you would have many times, I'm sure, been called a super mum. Just listening to that makes me want to have a drink. Um, It's really kind of you. I don't feel like a super mum, but it's funny when you reflect on it and you're like, oh, wow. It's amazing the shit that you do when you just have to do it, right? Yeah. How do you feel about that super mum title though? So I've got my opinions on it. I know. Shocked. I have an opinion on (laughs) something. You? No, never. Wouldn't have thought so. (laughs) But I'd love to know what how you feel around that whole super mum. I feel like it's it's meant as a very complimentary thing. You know, it's meant to acknowledge all of the shit that you do and to say, hey, look, well done because it can't be easy. But I think it also adds an element of pressure mm. to the, well, you have to do it all and you have to be it all. And it's not just enough to survive and get through the days you have to be you know surviving but also thriving and you know working and being amazing and having great friendships and relationships and working out and being healthy and spiritual it's just it's a lot it is a lot Instagram's made it harder I feel yeah to just be a mum I saw a post recently and I can't remember who posted it but the wording in it was that she felt like she needed a break from her children to get everything done but then she realized that she just needed a break from everything else yeah. so that she could just be a parent yep and i think that's it just hit me because i was like that's so true and the whole super mum thing uh, what makes someone more super <laughs> yeah. than any other parent or mum you know yep. and and it's that that bs title again that women do it all we don't fucking want to. No. Thank you very much. <laughs> We'd really rather not. Yeah. Thanks. We would like to nap. Yeah. Uh, drink more mimosas. Absolutely. Um, probably earlier in the day, by the way. Oh, yeah, sorry. It is a bit too close to 12. No, no, I just mean yeah. in general. Yeah, in general. Yeah, today's From great. This 8 a.m.? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> breakfast. There's juice in there. It's vitamin C. It's fine. It's but you're drink. right. It's, it is so interesting that we put that title on. But there are so many mums who work full time and raise three kids and do a lot of the housework and we're not generally calling them super mums. We're more questioning, well, why are you investing so much in your career? You should mm. be at home with the kids. But then when they're at home with the kids, it's, well, you're not really contri- contributing to your household. Yeah. So it's that complete lack of balance and just really understanding where the hell you fit because we want to tick all the boxes, but the boxes keep changing. Yeah. 
And it's a real Western culture where we have these babies and we're just left to yes. do it all. Yes. You know, where you the fuck ha- is my village? What like were we village? supposed to subscribe for that? Because I, you know, I didn't get any trial period for that. Mine hasn't shown up. Like what? do I need to Google Maps it? I'm not yeah. quite sure. I think, did you not get the email? Yeah, maybe oh, not. Babe. Maybe I didn't the, click the, I want to actually subscribe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you had to subscribe. Yeah. You have got a village. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I have a village, <laughs> but I don't have this village that people talk about. Yeah. And I love that for other people, but it's difficult when you don't have it. Yeah. Juggling all the balls. Yeah. That that does bring us to the the gendered parenting gap, mm. which is still a major issue. A recent survey found that women are still doing 21 more unpaid hours of labour a week in the households. That's childcare, that's housework, you know, more so than men. And this is women who work full-time as well. Mm. So I remember working full-time um, and Dwayne, we, we, you know, would come home from work and he'd, he'd relax and I would come home from work and cook dinner. Yep. But before I went to work, the kids would have to get up, get fed because he worked, he was a tradesman, so he was off early. Um, so I would get them to school, get them their breakfast, get them dressed, make sure they were dropped off. I still had to get to work on time. There was that stress. Uh, it's that mental load, right? Yes. Oh, my God. And all that extra stress. I had to make sure that they either went to after school care or that I had finished on time to pick them up and then go home and cook dinner and I still had to do the groceries on my day off. And, you know, there was definitely that impact balance there and that's Mm. changed as as we've progressed in our marriage and our relationship um but there's still in within society there's still that massive gap where women are doing it all yet again still doing a majority of the child rearing and the housework but working as well yeah absolutely and even when they're not and this is a generalization we still carry the mental load for it all. And you'll find, you know, a lot of partners will be like, well, make me a list and tell me what you need done. Well, why the fuck do I need to tell you what needs to be done? You know, you're a human, you live here. And it's not, I don't think it's, I think we're just wired differently. You know, my beautiful husband, he will help out and I'm very, very lucky. And I've I've come from a situation where I got no help Mm. um, and obviously left that relationship. But they just, they're not wired like us. Our brains do not stop. And we're thinking of everything and everyone all of the time. So it's mentally exhausting as well. I'll challenge you on this. Mm. Let me take a sip. Yeah, I I, I do agree. Um, Males, females, people in general are all wired differently. You and I are wired differently. But the helping thing, like I, I think it's fantastic that he helps. Like we, we tend to mm. say that, like he's so helpful. Um, is it helpful or is it like they live in the house too, they they had these babies too, this is just part of their job as a father and as someone who lives in this home as well. But we have been conditioned to think that we need to do it and if they contribute, they're helping us. Yes. But are they really – is it helping us? It's so funny that you say that because I don't even notice that language yeah. as I'm saying it. And he he does it as in he takes it off his own back. You know, he'll yeah. – I'll cook and he'll clean and it's not a – I don't have to direct him to do that. Yeah. But there are still a lot of things where I have to ask, hey, can you do this? Or, hey, have you thought of that? Yeah. And you do see it as helping because you feel responsible yes. for that whole load. Yeah. Which – is bullshit. It's just the way we've been brought up as yeah. well, um, which we're trying to, I guess, 
deconstruct all of that yeah. and you know it, it is the language that we we have so ingrained in us that we say and as you said you don't even realize you're saying no. it because it's not helping it's just doing yeah you know um but quite often we have a mothering role towards our partners and it's not the way it should be you should be two individual grown adults yes. who live together and if you create this family it, it it's a unit right yep yeah I saw this thing on TikTok the other day that said when a woman is really in love she'll act like a mother towards her partner and I was like well how fucked is that why why do we automatically switch just because like we've got significant feelings for someone where we're all of a sudden like I want to take care of you because traditionally if we're getting into the nitty-gritty it's the job of the man who's yeah. responsible to, you know, provide for the family and care and nurture for his family, being his wife and the children. But yet we take on that role. Yeah. It's really messed yeah, up. I think we've been um, so conditioned to believe that we're here to serve. Yeah. Uh, it's like if you walk into a restaurant, you will assume the chef is male and your waiter or waitress is female. Yeah. It's that the woman is there to serve and the man is there to be commended for his his great food. Whereas at home, you would expect to see the woman in the kitchen, mm. but also the woman, you know, serving. You know, it's just it just interests Wild me. I, I, when you, you see it everywhere. It. Yeah. And I never used to be aware of this stuff. And now I can't unsee it. And I yeah. see it absolutely everywhere. And it drives me insane. Mm. Yeah. It's just so much pressure on top of everything else. Yeah. And like you said, that to work out and to, because, you know, you've got the um, Instagram accounts with the bouncing back, which is just absolutely bullshit. Oh God. I had someone message me on Instagram saying, um, oh, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to getting back to pre-baby. I said, honey, there's no such thing as pre-baby anymore mm. because you're post-baby. You've had a baby. Forever, you will always be post baby because there's you can't ever be pre baby again, um, and it's also not great for us to compare ourselves to a younger pre baby version of ourselves. Yeah, completely different who didn't life grow circumstances. Yeah, yep. and who isn't now raising a human mm. with a whole new level of anxiety. By the way, that no one warns you about. No, the second that baby's born, you're like shit. Fuck, <laughs> I'm actually responsible for somebody else, like completely. Yeah, I not only have to keep you alive, but like I have to make sure you don't end up in prison or on drugs. <laughs> like, and everything you... falls back on the parents, right? Right. It's nobody else's fault. It's always the parents. It's always the parents. Yeah. So that's one thing I'm so proud of with my two adult children. I'm like, they're not drug addicts and they're not in prison. <laughs> so, so basically, I'm winning at life. You can say what you like about me, <laughs> but that was a big goal of mine: is that I didn't want them to end up in the system yeah. you know yeah. um so whatever we had to do to make sure they were okay and yeah yeah not. and that would come from your own experience as well yeah. really not wanting them to go through what you did yeah well I was in the system mm -hmm. and it was not pretty and it was not great and it was at that time my social worker um had no understanding because she didn't have any lived experience mm -hmm. and I think it's so important to listen to people and for children, teenagers, women, men to hear from people with lived experience over people who have just done, uh, got their qualifications in a yeah. certain, you know, it, it's just, it's not the same. Yeah. You can um, read it in a textbook, but still not have that experience to be right. able to actually talk to. Yeah. It's like people will often say that giving birth, um, a midwife who's had a baby 
will be so much more patient yes. and understanding than a woman who hasn't because yeah. she's experienced the pain, which is, as I'm sure you can attest to, is not something you can understand until you've ex- – you can't explain the pain. No, absolutely not. And I feel like you forget it too because there's a mm-hmm. part of you that's like, this is a survival technique. Yep. Um, I'm just going to pretend that it wasn't as bad. Like I think about Peyton's birth. She just turned 10. And I was like, you know what? It wasn't that bad. Was it though? It was 36 hours. <laughs> it was fucking terrible. But I just, I think about it and I'm like, and maybe it's because I'm clucky, but I'm like, you know what? It wasn't that bad. Yeah, it wasn't it was that okay. bad. I think that's it evolution. Okay. I think that's something that, you know, however we were made, there's a little switch in the brain that's like. Oh, yeah. You're going to forget that pain. That's why toddlers are so cute. It's oh. a survival technique. They're See, terrorists, babies. but they're cute. Although Archer's got this thing at the moment where he'll just say, I love you. And I'm like, well, I don't care that you just threw your plate oh. of food on the oh, floor. He's, because he's at adorable. the manipulation stage. Yeah, Good. absolutely. Good. Yeah. And yeah. I love that from him because yeah. it's very strategic and it works. Yeah. So kudos I love for you, figuring mom. that out. Yeah. yeah. But I love you. Yeah. In true unladylike form though, let's talk about the realities of pregnancy and childbirth. Yes. Um, I was talking before about how we were out for dinner with friends and um, I'd made a joke about um, needing to go to the bathroom or something like that and if I don't go, I might wee myself. I've had three kids, you know. (laughs) And the husband was like, why the fuck would you say that? Why would you tell me that? I was like, what do you mean? I've I've had three kids, you know. Waterworks happening every now and again if we skip sometimes and we've had a big cup of tea. Why is that a big deal? Um, and and he said to me, that is so unladylike to talk about that. And it stuck with me. It stuck with me. So now I'm like, we are going to talk about we and poo and blood and all the stuff, all the stuff. Because we don't talk about it because no. we've been, again, conditioned, you know, like guys are we farting and burping and, you know, it's all hilarious and whatever bit yep. of a girl does it. Yep. So it's like when you – did you ever date a guy and were you terrified – about that first poop in the bathroom. Absolutely. Yeah. Would yeah. you go somewhere yeah, else? Yeah, absolutely. I still I still get poo fright when I go to places that I'm not familiar with. Oh, like I yeah. just I can't. Yeah. I can't. My body will not let me. Isn't it Doesn't crazy? Happen. Yeah. But guys don't have that. No. They poop anyway. They will you will be on a first date and a guy will probably say to you, I'm gonna go on I'm gonna go on poo. Yeah, well not like that in though. The, That's not gonna go out of shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, That's I was literally, I, see, I was trying to be ladylike. Yeah, yeah. See, you're on the wrong podcast for that. <laughs> um, I might also, drink more of my mimosa, shall I? Um, I also have been saying poop. Poo. Yeah, I think no. It was probably more. I'm conscious around my toddler at the moment yeah. where I say poo. Yeah. Go and see, sit on the potty for a poo, which yeah. is like no, no, thank no you. interest in toilet. I'm going to go do which, it in my nappy under the table. Yeah, and you will clean it. Yeah, and you will clean it and I will say, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even that. It's like, have you done a poo? No. Oh, All right, bro. Why the lies? I don't know. See, it starts start young. <laughs> it's the same as like when you first start dating someone and you want to always wear makeup. Have you seen that scene in Bridesmaids? I have that she... scene in Bridesmaids. Yeah. I did that. Talk about the scene. Go. <laughs> where she literally has slept with old mate who's yeah. her fuck buddy. Yeah. Gets out of bed before he does, puts on makeup and then gets back in and pretends to be asleep and she's just waking up all natural. Um, and I feel like we've got that pressure on ourselves. I've done to, that. Have you? Not the whole waking up. Oh, oh, oh good morning. Oh, don't look at me. You know, like, <laughs> but but I have gotten up, um, gone to the bathroom, applied some more concealer and jumped back into bed. Oh, God. I wouldn't do that now, by the way. Let's just, you know, pop that on the record. Well, in my defence, I used to always just 
leave before the sun came up. Oh, good. So then we didn't have to have that awkward thing. That's I could look like a sore rat and yeah. walk out and not have to deal with that awkward. Good for you. I don't want to waste my makeup on no, you. And get get yours, girl. And it's probably not saving me at 5am in the morning anyway no. after and 23 look, margaritas. Really, let's be That's honest. the only reason I went home with you, to And be you honest. don't really care what no, they think anyway. No, no. <laughs> but it's that whole putting our worth in our appearance, isn't it? And, yeah. oh, God forbid they see me without makeup. Yeah. Um, and my self-worth was definitely not where it is now then. Yes, absolutely. Um, hence Same. the makeup. I remember um, – someone telling me that they were coming over in five minutes and the panic to put makeup on because I wouldn't have answered the door yeah. without makeup on. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. The, the, the um, disappearing and going to the McDonald's um, drive, like not the drive through. You do not poo in the drive through guys. <laughs> there is no drive through toilet. <laughs> just for the record. Are you going to? <laughs> I think there should be toilets on the highway though. Portaloos even. Um, <clears throat> case in point, coming here, I had to stop in at a McDonald's just so I could pee. Yeah. Was it a pee? Yeah, it was a pee. It was actually. I wouldn't have been able to do a poo because <laughs> I got poo right. Like, so it was absolutely a pee. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, okay, so let's talk poo in labour, right? Yes. Because it's not talked about, mm. I didn't realise it was a thing. So yep. as far as I know, I, I never pooped in labour, right? Yep. Because, well, I was there. There was nothing. And my midwife friend, so I tell everybody but you that. you weren't down I, there. You I wasn't down, down there. there. I had a mirror at one of mine births. Um, so I did see. But my it was this massive flex for me. And yep. I was just like, I didn't poop in labour. Like, I who am fucking a cares, man? Elite. You're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a platinum birther. I didn't poo. Like, who the fuck did I think I was? Um, but then my midwife friend said to me, oh, no, you probably did. Yeah. And I was like, no, I didn't. And she's like, you wouldn't know. We're trained. No. We are trained to just quickly trick. You wouldn't even know. Yep. I was like, I'm I, not a platinum birther. <laughs> you're probably not, to be honest. You're probably like a bronze. Let's be real. You've had three kids. Jesus. I don't know though. I, I mm. literally said to my midwife, did I just shit myself? And she goes, no. And I said, you're not going to tell me if I did, did you? Like you won't. And she goes, no, no. I won't. And I was like, so did I? And she's like, no. Oh, my God. So I don't know. I'll never know. Right. So this is the ironic thing, right, is that they say to you, you really should be eating chilli and spicy foods I've never understood to, this. like, bring on labour. I was like, that just feels like it's cruel mm. to the midwives. Right. Because they're Pastor the ones oil. who have to deal with the cleanup of that mess and that's just pretty rude, I think. Tell me why castor oil brings on labour. I don't know. I never did the castor oil I will thing. tell you. Oh, It good. gives you diarrhoea. Okay. Yep. And that causes the uterus to contract. Well, can you imagine being in labour with the shits? Like, <laughs> push, oh, sorry. Like a- <laughs> sorry, guys. Clean up aisle three. <laughs> I feel like we need to just re reevaluate the meaning of platinum bertha and I feel yeah. like that's not having diarrhoea on your midwives. Okay. Uh, imagine if you were in the pool, if you had a water birth. The pool? Where are you from? <laughs> First Imagine of, if you were giving birth of all, a peel. Um, can we just re- retract that audio? I'm quite sure I didn't say it like peel. Uh, Imagine if you were in the pool, the pool, the pool, the pool. Um, but imagine if you were having a water birth. <laughs> that would be awkward for everybody. We were literally talking about this before you came in. I've always wanted to have a water birth. I thought Same. it would be magical and beautiful Same. and I, I love baths. Yeah. Um, but I cannot stand even a piece of fluff in my bath. So if there's a piece of fluff in my bath, I'm out and then I shower after the bath. The placental, the placenta yeah. I have heard of, and I was actually very interested in encapsulating mine. Yes. 
um, but because of the because of our situation with Archer, I wasn't allowed to. They had, to had send, enough. Send it all off for yeah. <laughs> oh, well, did it? Okay. They had to send it all off for testing and do all that stuff. But it's interesting. My I've got a couple of friends who are midwives, and they're like, "No, it doesn't do anything." And I was like, "You know what, though? Postpartum is so fucking rough. Yeah. That I don't care if it's a placebo. Yeah. And it makes me feel better about myself. I will pop that placenta like it's a Valium. Yeah. Like I yes." I believe that eating it, but once you've freeze-dried it, encapsulated it, it's lost all its nutrients, right, mm. apparently? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I feel very uncomfortable at the idea of eating it, though. Raw. Stress. Like, <laughs> you are fucking like, kidding. You're kidding me, right? I think I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. This took a real turn, didn't I it? I did. We knew it would. Yeah, I mean. We yeah. knew it would. We knew this is well, weird. I'm drinking faster than Sorry. you. Sorry. Jesus. I know. And I'm already talking about eating. the same colour nails. Look at that. Go us. Anyway. Pooping. I just I feel like, you know, that's a midwife's job to just make you feel Clean up comfortable. Shit. And you can't stop it. Like you literally you have, can't. To, have to push. And the pressure that's going on down there. Well, it's not even that. Like if you think about the vagina, the birth canal, right, there is a tip and this is a hot tip for anybody that if you are a little wee bit constipated that you can pop a thumb or a finger into your vagina and push push the poop out. Mm -hmm. So I think that the baby's head uh, coming out would make that occur. Mm -hmm. (laughs) More so than necessarily. You know, and I'll never know. And I love that. That midwife will take that secret to her grave. Okay. Unless she listens to this, in which case she might be like, oh. Imagine if she DMs you. Yeah. She's like, by the way, massive shitter. (laughs) (laughs) The the unladylike things that we don't talk about in birth, my girlfriend was telling me how she had varicose veins on her vagina. (gasps) I, I don't know that I did, but a friend of mine said towards my second pregnancy, the end of pregnancy with Archer, she was like, have you got a vagina yet? And I was like, what's a, what's a vagina? And she's like, a fat vagina. Yes. Like it, everything swells and you get veins down there. And I was like, I am too afraid to look. Well, I couldn't So look. I probably did. <laughs> I like, oh, I meant like, yeah. You know when you, and you try and mirror, move the belly oh, to look at things? Yeah, yeah. Like, full mirror. Full, yeah. Leg oh, up. Poor chair. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I so I do, it felt I felt like it could have been in that category. Okay. Um but I don't know. I just I I was like, you know what? There's some things I feel like you just don't need to you see. Don't need to see. And I just didn't need to see that because I couldn't prevent it. You couldn't, couldn't do, do anything, anything about, about it. it. And what am what I going to do? do? Like it's covered up anyway. It's not like I'm running around showing people and saying, "Hey guys, this is The best my thing you can do is vagina. give birth and remove the vagina. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I got stretch marks on my vagina. What? Yeah. Three three to be exact, from getting a fat vag. <laughs> but I do, vagina, I do like it. Were you it. feeding it cheeseburgers? I, like look, I'm not sure. Why was whatever that? Whatever it wanted. Yeah, well, you same. Know, I mean, I was feeding it a lot of penis, but <laughs> um, that's just me at pregnancy. Can you use that in the sound bite, please? <laughs> that is so unladylike uh, to talk about having sex know, while gosh. pregnant. Mad for it. Oh, Mad my God, it. same. Same. I was like a dog on heat. Isn't it the worst, though? It's like, isn't this uncomfortable for you no, this and is, I was like this, this is, is really... the least uncomfortable thing yeah. about my day at least yeah. I get an orgasm out of this right but yeah the the vagin- the vagina vagina yeah it's I think it's a technical term yeah well I feel like I uh coined the term virgingery 
the fuck is a virgingery? Have you have I not told you my virgingery story? Oh no, you have. Yeah, a number of times. Actually, you told me it when we first met. The very first time did. we met. Yeah. At the same time when you did. walked into the males' toilets and then came out and said to me, I went into the And that's – thank you, Danny, <laughs> and goodbye. <laughs> You're telling on me now. Uh, and the funniest thing was you weren't even drinking. Neither, Neither was were you. I because I was pregnant. I was driving. You were pregnant. Yeah. Um, and I walked out of the male toilets and you yeah. you supported it. I did. And did. it cemented our friendship. It did. And then we were giggling, trying to walk up a hill. You were pregnant, me yeah. – no excuse, um, waddling up the hill and just laughing like we were drunk. Yeah. Everyone thought we were drunk. They judged you. They definitely judged me. Although the girl on the way in, she's so I was like, I was 17 weeks, I think, because yeah. it was just before we found out about Arch's condition. Um, and I was wearing a black dress and I checked in. The girl gave me a ticket for a cocktail and I was like, oh, no, I'm pregnant. She goes, oh, you don't even look it. And I was like. I don't know if you're actually truthful in that or if you were just like, you know what, it's a safe space. I'm not going to judge you if you yeah. drink here. Yeah, it's you know? okay. Love that from her. You don't look pregnant, so drink away. Yeah, go for yeah. it. Go you for just look cold. a bit bloated. Yeah. Too much KFC, doll. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, good times. Yeah. Thems. But I tell you what, that virgingery, I had more sti- – do I need, to, I need to tell the story I now? I think you do. I feel like – one, you need to provide some context on yes. exactly the definition of this. Okay. But also um, – I will allow yeah, others to it's use the term. It's actually a funny story. So, yes. I mean, it's not funny for you, but it is now. Oh, it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> Your vagina's recovered. It You're has right. recovered really well, actually. That's that's an important point. Um, it's going great guns, my vagina. Um, <laughs> I'm just looking at you like <laughs> <laughs> Good for your vagina. Oh, I love that you've got the headphones in. Yeah, and it's just like, like right in your ears. <laughs> like, might have a great vagina. Say vagina one more time. Yeah, I don't think we heard you the first time. So, for those that don't know, I was in Fiji. <clears throat> we'd just arrived. It was the day we'd arrived. I had a couple of cocktails. As we know, I don't really drink. Yes. So, I was quite. But it's funny when you do. Well, gosh, I was hungry as I get hungry when I drink. And we still hadn't unpacked properly and I stepped inside my daughter's suitcase to get to the cupboard where the snacks were and it slipped on the tiles and I fell in the splits into the middle of the suitcase, which was solid. Danny's cringing. If you're watching the video, you'll see like, it. I'm actually like I'm doing my kegels over here yeah, because like, it just, mm, that visual, it actually hurts. Yeah. 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 So there, there, it, there was an audible noise. Mm. It, it, it. Banged. Wait, from the suitcase or from, from your vagina? <laughs> My vagina went, ow! <laughs> <laughs> no, there was like an impact, boom, like bang. Oh, God. Yeah. So it hit the bone. <laughs> and I just felt instant heat. So I ran into the bathroom where Dwayne and was. Not the good kind, you no, normally get heat Not the dog on heat no, guard, yes. No. And um, I said, something's wrong. And he just knew. And he's like, right, take your pants off. And again, not in the good way. Um, and it was just blood. Oh. everywhere, like ridiculous amounts. And I'm like, I'm dying. That's it. So he tried to have this a look. Is how I'm going this is out. how I'm going I'm out. Losing blood from the vagina. Yeah. Um, so he tried to have a look, too much blood. We used all the towels. He told me to get in water. I was like, this is a bad idea. Went in anyway. Like, no, this is a really bad idea. It makes you bleed more. The record. Um, anyway, so he went and spoke to the head lady and she came in and he said she doesn't want a male doctor. Um, so she came in, she said, ma'am, it's okay. I've had five children. Let me have a look. 
She had a look and she sits up. Oh, ma'am, no, 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 this is not good. (laughs) I was like, have I lost it? Labia, what's going on? (laughs) Have I de-petaled my flower? What's happening? I think that happened a long time ago, doll. But, yes, carry on. So, anyway, she said, I didn't have time. It was too too serious. Um, We needed to use the doctor that was 10 minutes away and that it was actually more hygienic to have the doctor come here than it would be to go to the Nandy Hospital. So in he comes with his non-speaking assistant um, and he says, my goodness, you have done a number. Um, You are going to need at least eight stitches. Oh, God. Externally and internally. But apparently I missed my urethra by like an ant's penis. And um, I'm really, really lucky. Is that a technical term? Is it is. That yeah, that's what he said. What he diagnosed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he used a Fijian term for ant. <laughs> um, <laughs> the English word for penis. Yeah, yeah. yes. So it translated. Yeah, yeah, it translated well. Yeah. Um, I heard penis. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, stitched me up on the mattress um, under oh. the light of an iPhone. Um, but the doctor did such an amazing job that when I went to check with my doctor, when I returned, she called in another doctor to have a look because she said, we've never seen such an amazing job and you would never know. Wow. You would never know. I know we both love age. Yes. Fellow age lovers. Did you see the show? Yes. Yeah. Good, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fluffing over everything. They can do no wrong in my eyes. Puff sleeve. Yeah. Oh, look, I love a feature sleeve. Yeah. I love a feature sleeve. It, it Dan thinks it's hilarious. You. He makes fun of me all the time. He's like, these are not practical. And I was like, well, excuse Dan, me, sir. We make fun of you. you Your mustache is impractical. <laughs> Shut up. He trimmed a mustache last night. And I was like, it's really, not practical. Really, do we need to do this? He does it just to annoy me. Yes. But he, I'm love, like, sir, uh, you are wearing the same shorts that you bought seven years ago. Does he have you a do home uniform? It. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, so does Dwayne. And, and half of them are his friend's clothes. You're laughing. stolen along the years. Producer over there laughing. Yeah. Do you have a house uniform? Why are you laughing? <laughs> it's, You're it's, lying. It's because Lies. it's for house and outside the house, isn't it? Do you, do you have actual pyjamas though? Yeah, no, same. Same. Yeah. yeah. My And again, so unladylike, I don't wear little negligees to bed. And we we don't when we catch up, Danny and I don't have pillow fights. I mean, why are you giving away all of our I secrets? Know, I know Jeez. how. I know. Um, I what did I wear to bed last night? Stained trackies, um, Hot. and an old crop top that's fraying at the bottom. Froth. And then because I'm 42 this year, I had night sweats in that, <laughs> and woke up damp. <laughs> You guys are Very, just like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Hot. Yeah. Hot. So unladylike. Um, Do you know what, though? I feel like there's definitely an OnlyFans base for that. Oh, look. <laughs> totally. If it's I like could, niche. If I had a dollar niche. for every time I'd been asked for my feet. Yeah. What the? F- I was about to, yeah. Look, you can swear. It's too late yeah. now, Danny. No, I was about to go into a whole conversation around that. Like, I'm all, like, all for your kinks, mate. I, but really keep it to the right platform. Yeah. Like, go on OnlyFans. You can pay for that. Are you getting the DMs? Is it Dave? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Or Simon. Um, it's the same picture. Both. Same Probably picture. both. Same guy. But I'm like, you know what? It's $6,000 a week. Mm. Don't it tell me there's it. nothing else involved. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. There's, there's got to be something. I do know someone whose name shall remain. Who you'll tell me off here. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They had a, a guy pop into their DMs who wanted to pay them to um, abuse them uh, verbally. And she didn't believe it. 
So they said, okay, what's your, I don't know what payment method it was, but there's a payment method. PayPal? No, it was different. It's something new for the young people of today that they use. Okay. PayPal's like. For the young people. For the young people of today. Geriatric. Yes. So um, we use PayPal, Danny. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's other apps now. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So uh, so to test it, he sent her money to show, I will pay you. Um, so she sent an abusive message, sent like just calling him names and things like that. Um, and then he paid her again. And then he said, how much for you to do three more, for example? And she just wanted her phone bill paid. So she said this much, paid it, sent abusive messages. And that was his kink, which we don't kink shame. No, not We don't at kink all. shame. But it I'm was just thinking- interesting. She was like, this is great. Like such a great way for her to and And I mean, she can be bitchy. So this came easily to her. Have you seen Euphoria? No. Okay. Okay. So here we go. I thought maybe it was does that. Really? Yeah. Yep. Isn't isn't that a, is that a show around teenagers though? Yeah. I thought maybe maybe it wasn't for me. It's, maybe it um, is. Oh, it's intense. Mm. Drugs, sex. Oh, it's for me then. Yeah, it's definitely for you. Ooh. It's definitely for me. Yeah, yeah. Drugs and sex. Yep. Don't do drugs, kids. No, don't. But but watch from afar. Watch from afar. You know, watch yeah. to see what can go wrong, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, it's a great lesson for the kids. It is a great lesson for the kids. Yeah. Just uh, don't show the kids. Just yeah, don't watch so it with the children. So you can educate the kids. No, please don't. Please don't. Where it's not appropriate. with this? But anyway, um, thank you, Danny. I'm glad we went there. Yeah, yeah I'm really glad we went everywhere we went today. Yeah. And we did know we'd go off track. Um, and where it went. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. I think we did well. Yeah, so me too. again, oh, oh, look at you. Well, you're empty. Someone said so we'll take one to the team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and thank you so much for coming and co hosting this very first <gasps> episode and being so unladylike with oh, me. Stop it. I feel so privileged. Thank you for helping me be unladylike. Thanks, bitch. Mm.